and the way you sleep in the night, and you sleep in the night, and you wake up for Sabur, you sleep in the night, you wake up for Tahajjur, you sleep in the night, you pray for the Salah, and sleep in the Bada. And you wake up, and you wake up, and you eat Sabur, you pray for the Salah, the whole night you can be in the Bada, and from Fajr the last starts again. Allah Akbar, 24 hours of Bada. So we were out of it, and we were some of us who came Zakir, we became Muslim. And when that was not for the one, the other one said to go and said to become the king. So there are many reasons why we slip after the month of Ramadan ends. And mostly I see all the talks we've been, almost all the talks we've been given for the past three, four days, we've been looking at it from different angles. Tonight I'm going to look at it from us, for those of you who have been covered for the past three days, again, in different angles. So I was involved in one of the months when I was on the ground. So one of the things he said, recite the Ismail words, he addressed this with the Yamdis, and he addressed the gathering, and he said that you are all very well versed in the Fadal of Amal. In other words, you know the virtues, merits, rewards, benefits, and doing good deeds. Now what you also need to add to that is the Fadal of Akhlaq. You need to understand the virtues, merits, rewards, and adopting good character, and having good behavior with other people. Because if you have good amal and you don't have good akhlaq, you're not yet a proper believer. There are some people that have good akhlaq, but they don't have good amal. They have good character, but they don't do good worship for the Sahara. They're also not a proper, complete believer. So the believer will be complete when they have good amal, good ibadah, good acts of worship, and they have good akhlaq, they have good character, they have good behavior. So, tonight I'm going to talk about two things, two aspects. When it's called anger, when it's called pity. Many times, a good person has these bad character traits. Many times, a person who has good amal, good abadah, has these bad character traits. Many times, a person who has other good character traits, maybe they get charity, but they still have these bad character traits. Maybe they're a wonderful father, but they still have these bad character traits. These are two very strange things. And if you look back, the three worst attributes that the least have, one is called Ujjur, and as you can see, but I spoke about that a couple of nights ago. The second was anger, and the third was jealousy, hasad, envy, and all that he has for Nabi, Nabi Adam, I It's also something people don't respect on, that in history, like when you read to the Bakarah, and you see that the Bani Israel, they killed their Anbiya, they had Hasid for Anbiya, they had angry for Anbiya, they spoke angry with the Muslim All of this history goes back to Elise. Because if Elise saw the Muslim, it's not just that he's just saw human beings, or he saw that he made from the elements of earth, he made from the elements of fire, because Elise realized that he had the rule of the Buddhas. He realized that the Buddhas has been given to Adam Muslim. The Buddha and Islamists from us are just mere creation. Otherwise, the Buddha is also creation. And he was his cat. He was his cat. Chief Rafa A chief Rafa So anger and envy go right back to the Buddha. And if you look at the Adriyala in Islam, that's my name. You will find they have zero anger and zero envy. Zero. All of the prophets of Islam is mine. Even when they were faced with opposition, enmity, hardship, difficulty, treachery, betrayal, they went to anger at first. 
even if they're going through difficult times and apparently for a temporary period, um, forces of the unbelievers were stronger than they had to be towards them. Zero anger, zero envy, that's the characters of the Anbiya, Mursaleen, and they have a strong mind. And 100% anger, 100% envy, that's the characters of You know how angry he is? He's been angry for billions of years. And he's angry with us for a long time. Yeah? He's angry with those very other human beings who believe in Allah Sambha. He's angry with those very others who want to worship Allah Sambha. He's angry with Mukhani, and he's especially angry with practicing Mukhani. And why? Also, his envy is not doing only that, but the other way around. He has envy for believers. He envies their Imam, he envies their Allah, he envies that they'll go to Jannah, they'll go to Jannah. So, Allah says that anger and envy is actually a master attribute of the Jews. The opposite of this, kindness and gentleness and compassion and softness is the master attribute of the Indian from the Muslim. Allah mentions about the Prophet from the Muslim Quran that he is rogue, he is redeemed, he is with the believers opening, he is left with the consent and the mercy for the entire world. Then even though the Muslim Muslim was very humble and soft and tender and kind to the believers, still the Muslim is not so she could further even lower the wing of your humility and kindness and tenderness to the believers. So it's an extreme. And we are from this Muslim. And we have to think in ourselves. Every time we have anger, we betray the Sunnah to the Muslim Muslim. Because there's always been one of our body and friends. With a big green plus shaker, so we tell me about it. And this problem is not you can tell, it's gathered. And if you have anger, you can never be side of Sunnah. No matter what you have. And you can look like a Sunnah, you can be a master of the But if you have anger, you can never be side of Sunnah. Side of Sunnah means a person of the Sunnah, an embodiment of the Sunnah. Why? Because you have an attribute in your body, anger, which cannot be found in the Sunnah. He's tell you will become mahroom of sunnah if you continue to have anger. Allah knows you mean mahroom if you become uh, deprived, bereft. And then if you're going to change something, no. But he meant is that you will become bereft, bereft and deprived of the reality of sunnah, the kikat of sunnah, the nur of sunnah, the light of sunnah, the benefit of sunnah. All of this is said just on anger. Just if you have anger. So now let's see, what did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say in the Quran of him? وَالْقَالَ مِنَ الْغَيْرِ So usually this means because we swallow or suppress the anger. So Allah wrote here that at least the first thing is that sometimes you will feel anger coming inside you. Due to some reason, somebody is unjust to you, somebody hurts you, somebody harms you. Right? So then I would translate this as who are the believers? They are the ones who control, suppress, swallow, their justified anger, their valid anger. And I'm not talking here about rashness, irrational anger. Perfectly legitimate, understandable, rational anger is something you have to control. You have to control it. Why? Allah goes further. That they have to be what? That they have to pardon. 
Remember this word, you said the last time I still making the what? Allah Muhammad Afuwa Kinabu Afani that Allah has you as a being who pardon. You love to pardon, so please pardon me. Some some saying I found that we are supposed to be like this. Human being is supposed to be like this. That he pardoned people. He didn't just say believers. And now, um, they pardoned the believers, they pardoned disbelievers. Hmm. And Allah Subhanahu loves the people who have virtuous, excellent, noble behavior. The law there to promise for control and anger. And the ulama mentioned that anger is a time of shift. And there's a type of shirk. There's one type of shirk is that you decide that you read the Bible or you attribute divinity to something other than Allah's Bible. That's called shirk jelly, outward shirk. There's another type of shirk, which is called shirk kakhi, that you attribute a partner to the attributes of Allah's Bible. Now, achieve one type of shirk is anger. So you will remember, and you respect it all the time in Surah Fatima, Ghayr al-Mabdubi, Ghayr al-Mabdubi, Allah never made me amongst those people because you were angry with them. So who has the right to be angry? Allah. <laughs> Allah. And if we are angry with someone, who are we to be angry with someone? This is a kind of shirk. It resembles it. It has a shape. Second, we make somebody else the object of our anger. It makes somebody our mabdu, somebody with whom we are angry. And then Allah Subhanahu wa right in the way to make somebody who gets angry. So this is one way that Allah Muhammad can explain a person how to cure themselves of their anger. Another thing is that most often people get angry when their desire is not fulfilled. It's called frustration. Frustration and frustration. Right? So first understand that there are three types of desires. The three types of things that you can want in this world. The first is Tayyib. That's a lot of Tayyib desire. A Tayyib desire. Second is something neutral. You want a watch, you want a sweater, halal, mubah. It's permissible. And the third type of desire, which is again the wish of Allah's problem, can be halal and crude. Alright? People get angry in all three cases. Strange thing. So let's take the first one, you have a pure, noble, beady Tayyib desire. Let's say, for example, you made me into one of the contacts, you really wanted to go, you had a true wish, you had a true desire, I tell them what happened for you for some reason, right? Maybe you arranged with your partner to run the business and you would go, and he has some family emergency, you can't go if you ever stay. Okay, I get frustrated. You have to be angry. Why? Because something that you wanted to happen didn't happen. And it's another cause of the Even if it's something you think. The cure for this, even on another example, maybe a better example, where we make trouble for some sin in Ramadan, and you end up falling back into it after Ramadan. Now, nobody is bold enough to get angry with Allah's problem and Shalom, but you get some frustration in it, right? Because something that you wanted to happen didn't happen to you. You want spirit to pray Fajr in the masjid every day. You Make action on the spot, you make do Allah after Ramadan, all the way to the Muslim, next to you know you speak over you get frustrated. But you want it indeed did happen, even that caused the frustration. And then it's actually very dangerous. 
because it's Shaitan and twisted. Always remember that Shaitan is a twisted being. He will take any emotion inside you and twist it, turn it into a twisted thing so that you use it against Allah SWT. So ultimately Shaitan will try to make you frustrated with Allah SWT. And sometimes you come through this process. You get frustrated with them because they try and they're not able to do it and they get frustrated. They get burned out. They lose hope. They become hopeless. <laughs> all of this is all Shaitan. All of it is Shaitan. So the cure for this is to understand that everything indeed is going to happen to the Tawdeeq of Allah SWT. And I wanted a good thing indeed, I have to go outside, I wanted to perfect, I wanted to leave that thing, and it didn't happen. All I have to do is beg Allah SWT to more. All I have to do is make more to Allah SWT. It's not that I, my efforts failed, I have to have suffered. And number two, I should do shukr to Allah SWT, how much need He already gave me. Okay, how many things that he is that to give Right? Second type of desire was what? A completely permissible desire. Right? Normally that person is giving out a person to live. Right? If you want something in this world that's halal for you and you don't get it, and a person is frustrated and hindered, in fact, a lot of the things are lust and check out the kind of things person said I wanted this person who was the nearest person who didn't have they get frustrated, they get angry. Shaitan is twisted. He catches up with that person 20 years later. 20 years later. I had a case like this once, 20, 30 years later. Shaitan got up with that person. Way back. You know that girl in my city was in high school. That's why we tell you to be careful when you're resting. Huh? Yeah. Way back. 20, 30 years ago. They really like high school that they never got married. Huh? They got out of the campus, huh? 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 And for whatever reason, they couldn't party or they couldn't do all the sins, all the other that they wanted to do. So they show up Monday morning they were frustrated. They show up Monday they were angry. Hmm? And this happens to Muslims as well. When you have unlawful desires and you can't fulfill them and that makes you angry, you will never be able to rid yourself of that anger unless you rid yourself of those unlawful desires. And as long as you keep wanting that, so it's not an excuse, it's not an excuse, no, when I do I feel frustrated. You have to hear that frustration. So you first you made the mistake of feeling frustrated, then on top of the frustration you gave it to your desires, and you gave it to your desires and you committed some sin, and now you come to justify it from the start that I felt frustrated. All of them again. See? All of them they haven't been trained, we don't realize that these things Anger, frustration itself is haram. It is something that Allah wants to take us out of. So the Vya Kriya Sunnah, he mentioned in the Sunnah, so he cures the anger. Number one, he said, he should first have to go to the blood of his daughter Rajiv. Because many times anger comes from Shaitan, that's what he explained to you. The Prophet said, he can go in a balloon. Because the balloon will literally, physically, and also spiritually cool you. It will calm and cool you down. The Prophet said that if you change your position, if you're sitting, you should stand down, if you're standing, you should sit down, 
we could move, move this, leave the situation, maybe in different situations and urgent, leave, walk out, mentally also, don't think about it for a day, that's going to be walk away if you just keep thinking about it, let the matter rest, don't act in haste, these are all cures that the deity of the Lord will take. The ulama, which is not the not to be, but the ulama mentioned, maybe because of these things that the Muslim said, that one cure for anger is to do peace of Allah. Why? That when you strengthen Allah to the Prophet Sallallahu hopefully you will be aligned more with Sunnah, and I have told you that Sunnah is zero error. So if you find the issues of Salawat, it can also be a cure for anger. That other cure that the ulama mentioned is that you should feel hayan for the Muslim Shame. Why? Because Allah Ta'ala came by so angry at this person because of what they did, the wrong they did to me. But what if you feel anger against me because the wrong I committed against you? So, me to wave your justifiable anger on someone so that Allah falls on the waves his justifiable anger on you. And they make it a hope that you should have mercy towards those who are hurt, so Allah falls on Allah will send his mercy towards you. If you should wave your justified anger on others, so that Allah falls on his right to be angry for you. It is very important to say most believers, they accept all of the anger is wrong, but this anger they insist that it's okay for them. No, that's also he cheated me. That's also he said a lie to me. So also he kept me off on the track of Justifying the anger. You're correct. You are justifying the anger. And it's exactly that anger that is suppressed. Allah will send his mercy on you, and Allah will wave his justifiable anger on you. Because all of us we have sent your faith in our book of deeds, that can send us faith to Jannah. It's not about one or two things. We have a lot of things in our book of deeds, that even any single one of them, if Allah chose not to apply his temper to Brahma, but rather to only his temper to Adul, and to judge us justly, then Jannah will be descended to Jannah. It's only about mercy to do with anybody who is contented. You know the great thing is, some of us have told me that father of the Lord, that no one will go to death except the Rahman of the Father. And she said, even you, and that's the beloved father to me, and some of us don't even you, he's going to even me. Why would you put me there? Because the mercy of Allah's Prophet, you have to be merciful to others. That's what the Prophet all the time says, for Al-Hina and Nasa. That you have to mercifully pardon the people. You want to lose one for all? You made it to all the last night, so you have to go pardon the people. And sometimes you know what people do when they're not dead, this is what they do in Shabbat. Some people, they spend Shabbat catching up conditions with people, forgiving the people who hurt them, waving the rights of others. They spend Shabbat with them. Think, okay, Ramadan has been one month. Begging Allah to forgive me and break his right to punish me, and Shawal has been one month catching up with people forgiving them, asking them to break their rights over me, and I'm going out two months of that, I've now done better, and I'm going to go to and I'm going to go to There's a love between forgiveness and the month of Ramadan. Then another verse, 
just to understand how serious sin and grace, I was called from the Quran. One of the things that I said about the history of the Quran, those who stay away from huge sins and for what is needed, the crude, lewd, open, lustful sins. So two things like this, they stay away from major sins and they stay away from crude, lustful sins. وَإِذَا غَدَبُوا هُمْ يَرْفِرُونَ And whenever they get angry, they said they forgive the person. So they get angry when the person is lit. First one of them is huge sin, second is false, crude, lewd sin, and then anger. So they get anger something major to come on this earth. So it means that if we forgive our anger on others, then which I can mention that if you can do number three, if you can forgive your anger on others, Allah will help you to do one and two, stay away from the body and the wash. To stay away from major sins, and to stay away from crude acts of lust. Point. So this is the first one, which is called empathy. Second is called hasan. Alright? Hasan empathy means that some other believer, let's just start with that, some other believer, have something and you're upset that they have it. To the point that you wish you had it, but you also want them to be deprived of it. To the extent that, that even if you don't get it, but at least they should be deprived of it. So for example, you work at the corporate office and the other person was selecting for the promotion and you think it's okay, even if I didn't get it, because that could have been very well. But why did he get it? That's not very well. You're not getting it might even be bearable. But somebody else getting it, or the person you didn't like or you're right of getting it, is unbearable. And you actually want they should be deprived of it. And sometimes if you might act in such a way to undermine and undercut that person. You know what I studied before it comes down in the field. So it was established by some students that take us really understand by the name of people, Hasanatana. There was a teacher who had been from that area, but he was, let's say, more of the inclination to worship in the name of Madinatana, meaning he didn't believe in Bhakti should have been formed. And he gave him a religion, undivided, and all the Muslims should have been one undivided Indian. Because he happened to be there, he was very good honor, Mukti Bhakti Nasana kept him in the Dalai Lama kept him in the Institute as a teacher. One year passed, two years passed, but the teacher just couldn't jab the good man. So that teacher had left the Namasta, and he decided to open up another Namasta. And his name called Jamir Bhagavadi. So it was the Jamir Kashrafiya, and that was the Kashrafiya, and that was the Kashrafiya, and that was the Jamir Bhagavadi, and he got them all to have a Namasta. And it so happened, because he was from that area, he was looking for a place, it so happened that literally right across, literally, I could never, Literally right across the old original Jamishmukhiya, this new one now, the original old Jamishmukhiya, there was a place available, he took that place available right across the Jamishmukhiya. So mostly the one of the Jamishmukhiya's son, the one of the Rahimian's son told him the story. He said that he also my son. He said, I was, you know, a young teenager, you know, a young teenager, you know, and I saw this in a very extent. I was just his son. I don't know if you have opening up right at the cross. They said, I went to my brother. I went to my sister, my brother, and I'm very upset. It's just a rivalry, it's jealousy. 
And my father sat me down and said, Son, you tell me that if you saw your father carrying a lot of weight on his shoulder, and if somebody came to him and took some of the weight off of his shoulder, would you like that person or would you dislike that person? And I said, No, oh, I would like that person that you help me relieve my problem here. He said, Oh, son, the Malama spoke, so. I said, Exactly what he He's taken from the burden off of my shoulder, and now instead of one dollar alone, there's two dollar alone, and the child doesn't be there. Maybe we'll be involved in our time, and he'll not make it. He's sure that many of these girls will be right with him. All of them will be there. Why do you need work? So if you have, you know, and I'm not, I'm just taking names, but I'm not referring to anybody. So there's Al Khair Foundation, and for them there's Al Foundation. They both want to go to some area where they're refugees and provide the food packets, let the health care food up. I see the Amazon's already there, and I'm still tender there, and I'm still banner over there. So what do you think? Should health care be upset? Oh, we wanted to go there, we should have been there, this was our good opportunity. But health care should think, Alhamdulillah, our friends from Amazon got here before us. And these people got their beliefs to earth. Now we can move on and take this stuff that you brought with them. We can take it and help you more people. Hmm? But you'd be amazed. <laughs> I give you two good examples. You'd be amazed in our own religious circle. There's so much envy and jealousy. More often, most often, it's the opposite of what I just told you. So if there's some God who was like, oh, I'm going to work. There's a second page for the students that arrive with if there's a relief organization, the second one goes to the same area, they get work, and there's rivalry, they change it into a system of rivalry, competition, and it's just an empty jealousy. All of them are But these are things that are not part of the, not part of the, alright? Now, how is the passive sharing happening? Because passive means you don't want that that person, you're upset that why don't that person get something? Who gives them that something? A little more fun. Who is succeeding, who is denying and according to this Allah So if you're upset that why did that person get the thing, it means you're upset that Allah You are the distributed to the person, and shift, and Allah Ta'ala wants to distribute bounties and blessings, so you're going to distribute bounties and blessings. So Allah is the type of shift, shift your body, Allah will perturbate So then you can imagine how much we have to stay away from it if it is shift. So the last thing to mention to you tonight is a cure. Right? First cure, is life cure, is to convert your husband into what is called the Yatanarya, called the Dutch It means that, okay, you wish you had had something, but you don't wish other people to be deprived of it. And, and this is very important, I'm going to try to make something new coming to most of us. You should do sugar to Allah Ta'ala for the blessing that Allah gave that person. That makes sense. Most of us we think sugar is only to be grateful to Allah for the blessing that He has given us. So there's another way of sugar to be grateful to Allah for the blessing He gave somebody else. So I'll give you an example. So I'll give you an example of mine. So just now, a few months ago, right before I was on in business, and they were jealous of their dog and blackbird. And there was a young man who was in Quran at the beginning of the Joseph. It's a G recitation. But not just the melody of the recitation, that young man, 
you can feel the taqwa is good for the family. Yeah, maybe it's the same energy of God. Everybody is good for the family, and God so much love for the Ajeev. And I sat there and thinking that I love that song. And I get sugar from the song on. On behalf of that boy brother, the Salaam is so grateful to me that he made this boy respectful of Salaam. And made his father be rewarded with it. That's not my son. It's not blessing on the like me, right? To make sugar for somebody else's blessings. This is the real secret to never having a son. That's something they never do. You know, if you do this article, if you make sure you see a nice young man who's tired, and you make sure to tell us all the made this, all the blessings that's very pious man, and maybe I look at the other one, and you all son, my own son, pious. Let your shepherd and the other lady don't go. Why do you want to just use this on your own blessings? You can use this on the blessings of others. Not man, I go back to the example. So if an alum is dead, if someone alum is told to another alum, when Mary was ill, or wrote a very good book, or his desire just kept in, and he gave sugar to Allah, to Allah, to the Lord, and he gave that Allah, then he turned out to be another good one. And so that's the, and the fact that Allah, Allah, was not that person that you would have. So it's a very special thing I can see here, to be a sugar for the blessing of Allah, Allah, given to other people, but you have to succeed. You have to succeed. You see a young woman, and she is Masala, dressed in modesty. You have a daughter, you make sugar for the Sultan. And I'm so grateful to you. I'm grateful to the Sultan. Did you guide this young woman to be dressed in Hayat? And then the woman and the woman who has been blessed with Hayat. You know, the Sultan to be to our daughter to have that Hayat. You be a habit, you make sugar for the Sultan. This is the most beautiful cure for us. Because it puts us on the hustle feeling that we should have for other people. Okay. Let's say somebody says, no, I'm too deep. I'm way more. I'm burning hustle. I can be a great Some of the is a fire that will burn away your good deed, just like fire burns wood. So this is an irony. So if you're upset that that person, God told you that you don't have, then you can hustle for them. You will lose, you won't, you won't get what they have, and you will lose even the good deed that you have. All of them. Sure, that's a good thing. If I'm a husband to this person, I'll never get what they have, and I'll only lose the good deeds that I have. And the last year of the husband is the Ulama Rashad mentioned, is you should make dua for that person. Dua for that person. Pray that person in creation, and make dua for that person to the creature. And make dua for that person, unlike you ever do in nature Take their name and you know, and live in the middle of those, grant them everything you can imagine in all of these instances. Even you can be smothered on their back. Even you can establish love for them. Love for them. And it will be hard to do that if you have pretty jealousy for somebody, but this will tame the fire of the husband. There's a very simple talk tonight on anger and anger. But I feel that a lot of us, what happened was in Ramadan, and Alhamdulillah, we focused a lot on Ibadat and Amal, but we didn't think about these things. Maybe we didn't even think about these things. Maybe we didn't even think about the Quran, that Allah gave us some of the gentleness and some of the compassion, which is sugar for all of the Muslims. So this is something to do in Shabbat, is to think that what was left out in Ramadan, 
What more could we possibly do? But the ones that we not named, that we could have named, that's Asher. And if we do that, then it's not all about accepting the Allah, and accepting the one that we did name. It's a strange thing. When you have a figure for the Allah you could have named, that makes Allah accept the Allah as you think. It's not that we made a chance now. Because we just passed one of the Ramadan, and we made the big Allah of Ramadan. So right now we can have figure for some Allah we didn't make then, Allah can accept that Allah, that Allah will be from Ramadan. It will accept this Ramadan. He grants us all the good Allah. Just like Allah will change us in Ramadan, He grants us good Ibadah, good Amal. And so when Allah changes, He grants us good Akhlaq, and take care of the bad humans and bad characters from our heart. Well, after the Allah, and the Quran is not going
there is an utter agreement to be true and loyal and loving to you, introduce yourself to them, introduce yourself to them, especially your other personal family and friends, or teachers and students, or neighbors and colleagues who will be consistent from you, mindless of you, forgetful of you, you may be special talking about this night, it is because you are special to them, and are always using this love, you are not going to all the standards of us and anything you be making in their heart, and all of the plans that you wish to accept all of our own secret dogmas, and you will speak in the future of others to become Muslim, Muslim, Salafim, Muslim, 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 Muslim,